Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us for a great day for freedom, and it is a great day for freedom. We promised you a second episode this week, and we delivered, actually, for did, once. Did it, we promise? I don't know if we promised. I think we just... Well, we might just mention. We, I think we mentioned that we probably were going to come back. But. Yeah, well, we were hoping that we would be able to do this with video, because we were hoping that our producer, that's slacking would actually have the equipment ready and ready to go. And he already is behind the eight ball because we're still waiting on other podcasts to be finished. So, hence the fact that this is still low-quality audio. And uh, we apologize for that, but we do promise that it will get better. So, real quick, uh, you if you have never listened to this show before, um, this... Uh, we talk about politics and also current events, uh, and we'll talk about some of that. A lot of this is going to revolve around what happened at the Capitol and the aftermath. I want to introduce um, Ferrari, who's my co-host. Uh, I'm Mark Mandrake, uh, and um, we both, uh, to give you a little background, we don't always see eye to eye, but we also do something that... It seems many Americans can't do, which is agree to disagree. Uh, so, that being said, uh, to keep people up to speed, on Wednesday there was a, it, I mean, it was insurrection. It was it was pretty much a, a coup by Trump supporters on the Capitol. Um, and on the actual Capitol building, on the day that they were supposed to uh, certify the ballots that would uh, pretty much, it was the last path and it's largely ceremonial uh for it's paperwork is what it is that's exactly what it is that's exactly what it is but it would you know at that point that's the last hurdle to really go through for president-elect biden and vice president-elect harris mm -hmm. uh to take their positions and uh what was going to happen was is there was some representatives in in the house and there were some senators that were against this, all conservative Republicans, all uh, staunch Trump supporters. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this without totally offending anybody. Then again, I really don't care if I offend anyone on this, because I, if you're OK with what happened on Wednesday, um, this is definitely not the show for you um, at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't think this is the, the country for you. Um, that being said, uh, they broke into the Capitol building, uh, they defaced certain, uh, aspects of government property, which as per their cult leader, Donald Trump, and I refuse to call him the president. So, uh, cause at this point he's not really leading the country and we'll get into that. Um, has said before that he wrote a bill that carries 10 years automatic sentence if you deface a government building. Um, so I want your opinions on what you've seen on Wednesday. Oh, well, if anybody listened to our live, well, I mean, it didn't, we didn't stream it live, but we recorded it live as yes. things were happening and, um, you uploaded it as soon as you could. Um, uh, it's domestic terrorism. It's treason. 
It's like you said, it's an insurrection, um, sedition. Where I don't, how many words can you use? It's disgusting. It's terrible. It's not patriotic. Not American. I, I mean, we could just you know pull up Webster's definition of any of those words and just keep going. Well, and let's stick with that because there were some things that that that, that as we were watching. Um, for those that don't know, I I I watched a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests, hours upon hours of them, especially because they happen at night and I don't sleep. Um and. I said I would kind of get a little bit more into how protests work today. Um, protests, if you look at the Black Lives Matter protests, yes, um, every because it's been brought up a lot in regard to the Capitol. If you compare a police station to the Capitol building, um, you're an idiot uh, right off the bat. Um, but... If you look at the protesters, when Black Lives Matter first started protesting, yes, they 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 were I don't I don't want to say violent, but it does fall under the category of violent because things were being burnt down. And they did, I mean, at one point, um a city was taken by both Black Lives Matter and I believe Antifa members at that point. And we'll get into Antifa in a moment. Uh and you know, everything went kind of well, but when you have two things that don't quite mesh together, like Antifa and Black Lives Matter, the whole idea of having a utopian city, almost, not, and by utopian, I mean pretty much they were going to try to run the city properly the way they think a city should be run, but then you had certain people vying for power, and if you weren't one of those people in power, you kind of were stuck right. left. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I want to clarify only because... That's fine. Um, we, Mark and I look at different news sources. Um, I tend to really look at a lot of first-hand accounts um, because I... I I, I'm I am a consumer of Facebook and Twitter. I don't I may not post a lot, but I am a huge consumer of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the Black Lives Matter protests did start off wild. I guess is probably you know, but people were just angry, you know, and it came out in many different forms. It came out in a lot of yelling. It came out in a lot of you know, um, yes, breaking things, and there was some looting. Um, that happens in almost any sort of protest because there are going to be people who go, there's a ton of people out here. I'm going to go break into a store and grab what I need or what I want. It's not right, but it happens. It's a mob mentality in, in that sort of situation. As for Portland, which is what you were talking about, where, um, the city was taken over, it was about four or six blocks worth of the city. It was right in front of a police station um, or city hall that they took over. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, they did. They originally, it was going to be kind of a utopian, like it was, it was almost like a very, 
hippie-ish, you know, people would bring snacks and water and books and people were giving firsthand accounts of their experience as a person of color, um, history of blacks in America, you know, police, you know, history of the way that the police treat, you know, black people and people of color. But yes, as you said, yes, then you start to get in, you know, whether it's Antifa or other people who have their own causes that they want championed and whatever. And then, yes, things start to break down and you, you know, if not everybody's on the same page, you're not going to have any progress. Well, I wanted to bring that up because that actually was a turning point in the Black Lives Matter movement. And the reason why it was a turning point was because they realized that they didn't have to be violent. But then you would end up having, um, it wasn't just uh, blacks; it was whites, and and uh, and and I'm sure there was there was people of other colors and cultures as well that were involved. Right. But what you would see is when the violence was caused after that, much of that violence was actually caused by white people. Yeah, and, and you keep talking because I'm uh, Google knows what I'm looking for. And a lot of it, a lot of it was traced back to militia and things like so, that. So, like the police pre- precinct that was burned down in Minneapolis right after George Floyd um, lost his life mm-hmm. during the police encounter, that came up that it was actually a boogaloo boy charged in the fire so like you said like a militia member yeah. somebody a right-wing extremist um his name is ivan harrison hunter he's from texas um and uh, this story especially did not get the press that it needed no, to. no and this is one that i reference so many times when people are like oh you know black lives matter burning down cities and police stations Black Lives Matter did not burn down the police precinct in Minneapolis. It was a white boy who was 26 years old or something. Yeah, 26 years old, traveled across straight lines, and went ahead and was the one who ended up burning down or starting, you know, the fire that burned down the police precinct. A lot of the violence and the destruction they find out ends up being right-wing militia members or whoever that are there to cause trouble. Yes, and the reason why, and you've seen Sidney uh, Powell, that was one of Trump's lawyers, uh, and uh, I believe it was Holly um, and a couple other conservative senators uh, blame Antifa. There, there is no leader. In Antifa. There's not, like, Antifa meetings, guys. No. Like, you um, know, we, a lot of us joke about it on there. Like, you know, did you get your check from George Soros? And when's the next Antifa meeting? What are we wearing? Like, it, it, it's not it's not that. Antifa literally means anti-fascist. Yes. And somebody who wants to claim that they are Antifa, you know, they are willing to go to the point that they are willing to go out and cause chaos in the name of being anti-fascist. They hate Donald Trump. Yes. And that being said, uh, even the Justice Department has said that Antifa had nothing to do with the the insurrection on Wednesday in the Capitol. 
um, there's been enough people that have said, no, Antifa had nothing to do with it. So if you're one of those people, and I know and blame Black Lives Matter, which honestly, I maybe seen three black people at the whole mm-hmm. Trump rally. Um, or if you're one of those people that wants to blame it on Antifa, um, please, honestly, just shut up because you're showing your stupidity. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be nasty because some people have brought up some very good points about how it could be Antifa. The problem is you've been proven wrong. Um, so at this point, move on and call, call it what it is. It was the president. It was his sons. It was Sidney Powell. Uh, it was Giuliani that through all of this, they knew that the vote counts were, were, were correct or close enough to being correct where there was no way that Trump was going to get enough votes overturned. As a matter of fact, just days before what happened on Wednesday, he was on the phone with, uh, uh, with officials from Georgia saying that he just needed to find, I believe it was 11,700 volts or 17,000 yeah, volts or something like ridiculous. that. It was a large number. Yes, like someone has them hiding underneath the couch cushion. Um, look, they they lied to all of us uh, in, 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 in leading you to believe that this, uh, this election was rigged. Um, when they did the counts, the recounts in numerous states, uh, quite often they actually found extra votes for Biden. Um, when the, they took it to court, um, all close to 60 times, if not 60 times, it got thrown out of court because there was no evidence. And, and I've even told people that are trying to sit here and spread on Facebook because honestly, the only social media that I'm on, and I believe that Ferrari's on, is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And the only one that that I talk about politics on, for the most part, is uh, Twitter. Uh, and there's a couple of counselors, one for the for the podcast and my private page, uh, and the you know Great Day for Freedom podcast page on on Facebook. I don't talk about you know, politics anyplace else on Facebook because honestly, I have too many people that are that, that sit here and praise Trump. Uh, and, and it's sad because mm-hmm. if this would have been anyone else, if it would have been a Democratic president, if it would have been, you know, uh, anybody else doing this, people, everybody would have been up in arms. Yes. What's sad is... And, and again, I'll point this out. We pointed this out the last podcast. If this was Black Lives Matter that stormed the Capitol, blood. And you would have seen the, the, the National Guard there before it even started. Yes. Um, because that's happened in the past. Yes. Um, now, in the days after, we've seen numerous things. People were calling for the 25th Amendment pretty much immediately. Um and, and that includes both Republican and Democrat senators and, and representatives. Right. Um, Which, in theory, is a great idea. Um, but 
this close to the end of his term, you know, we're going to get into this, why we don't think the 25th Amendment or why actually removing him from office or him resigning or anything like that is a good idea right now. Yeah, um, well, we definitely will get but, back to that because yeah. there are some questions about Wednesday that, that need to be raised before we get to that. Right. Um, they also are talking about impeachment, and we'll get to why the first half of impeachment is fine. Right. The second half, eh, probably not so much. And we'll explain why in a minute. But there are certain things that need to be asked. The D.C. police were woefully unprepared for this. Yes. Um, they, some of them helped and were taking selfies. Yes. With people that stormed the Capitol. There was already a, I believe he's a representative from uh, West Virginia that was arrested for mm-hmm. taking part yeah, in this. Yeah, he was like a state delegate or something. Um, yeah. There is, you know, I know Holly and Cruz are definitely being investigated. Um, the FBI has their hands full right now. Yeah. Um, but they're doing a great job. Um, thankfully, with with the help of the internet, um, finding some of these people, like the guy who stole the podium um, was actually from... Bradenton, and yeah. he was just arrested today. Um, the man who was lounging in Pelosi's office and stole a piece of her mail um, was he Arkansas? Or uh, he, he, he he's from Arkansas. He's an idiot too because he went on Arkansas on, on the news on the local news in Arkansas and was bragging about it. Yeah. Look, I'm going to get into why these protesters failed shortly. But I'll tell you right now, that's one of them. <laughs> if you're really that stupid, um, please, just just stay at home and wallow in your own fucking self-pity. Because um, mm-hmm. you're too stupid to really breathe air. Right. Um, and they did they did arrest the Q shaman. The, you oh, yeah. Him as the shirtless man with the horns. I keep on yeah. joking that, that this guy's got to be on acid. A lot of um, people were saying that. Because uh, um, he reminds me of somebody that you would see in a Cheech and Chong movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, All I, drugged I, up and, you know, but, ready to party. <laughs> again, the guy should be arrested, though. He broke the law. You, yeah. You you know, again, I, I find everybody up in arms about police police departments being burnt down and, and everything else. And, and while... You Everybody make a needs good point. to be held accountable to the law. Yes, but when you break into the Capitol or, let's say, the White House, uh, or God knows they would never be able to break into the Pentagon. Um, <laughs> that would be funny. Um, I think they should try. I think that would be funny. Yeah, it would be entertaining. But, but again, when you break into places like the Capitol and places like the White House or anything like that, these are places that are, it's, it's, they're very sacred places to this country. It doesn't matter what your religion is. It doesn't matter what your culture is. If you are an American citizen. Oh, it doesn't matter what your political party is. No. Or your views. No. If you're like an. Our government was founded and the Capitol building is 
even more, I think even more so than the White House, is uh, like I, a, you know, is a staple of our democracy. I agree, because that's where laws are made. Yes. I, I agree with you, because that's where laws are made. The White House is very important, don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, obviously, it's where the president lives, and it's where the situation mm-hmm. room is, where they 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 watch decisions that they make being carried out. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, um, it was in the, the, I believe it was the situation room, uh, where that famous picture when they when they raided um, bin Laden. Uh, for for Bin Laden, where you seen Obama and Hillary and you know mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, uh, and I know there was other people in that picture that I'm forgetting, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a very famous picture, and that's where that was taken. Yeah. Uh, the White House is very secure. They they yeah. would have never gotten no. even close. No. Can I just, uh, this is just an aside that this is literally a thought that just popped in my head. Um, I am really hoping that Dr. Jill Biden being the first lady or, well, not really first, yeah, first lady, um, she takes it upon herself to revamp the education system. Now that Nancy DeVos is, is now that, yeah, yeah. now that she jumped ship. Um, here's, well, let me, you want to get into why she quit? Well, She's a rat leaving the Titanic, basically. But um, there's more to it. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I, what I wanted to say is that it, in the next hot about politics and how the government works, and every time there was an election, even when we were in elementary school, we were explained like how voting works and how the electoral college works and what the Supreme Court is and all of this, and you know we were taught basic amendments and things like that. We definitely need to make sure that we educate the next generation. Well, that leads me to a question for you then. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the people that are following Trump, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Republicans in general, because there are definitely some good Republicans. I will tell you right now, Ben Sass, I I think has come out, and and even Mitt Romney, Mm -hmm. um, has come out of this looking like gold. Mm-hmm. I think if Mitt Romney wants to run for president again, he has a much better chance. This time. I think in four years he has a much better chance um, because he and he might uh, like depending on who's running against him might honestly be the first Republican president I actually vote for. Yeah, um, and, and again I think Ben Sass is too young. Yeah, I mean I think legally he's old enough, but I think he needs yeah uh, to 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 serve a little bit longer before he'll be in that position. But again, he's another one that I would like to see run for president someday. Because again, yes, I'm a Republican. As embarrassed as I am to say that right now because of what's going on, I still am a Republican. The difference is, is when I first joined the Republican Party, it was nothing like what you see right now. I think the problem is, is that there's enough people in this country that are more moderate. Yeah. And everything's been kind of divided into this either, you know, far left and far right. Um, yeah. But what was your question for me? Uh, my, my question was, do you think, though, that even if the people, and, and as a matter of fact, I, you know, well, we'll get to that, too. <laughs> uh, we, 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 have, we have one of the news channels on in the background muted. 
uh, and they're and showing they're still pictures. Flashing. But there was something that they a picture they flashed that we will definitely get to, uh-huh. um, because I definitely want to mention uh, uh, two things actually that I'm seeing. <laughs> um, back to the question though, if do you think that it's just they were never they were never taught political. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, I don't know what they what they call the class now. I know right. for us it History, was like yeah, you used to have civics, U.S. government, government, um, social studies, history. You know, gov- U.S. government. I took in eleventh grade. You know, there's there's different names for it, but the history, social studies, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, unfortunately, there is a big group of uneducated people okay, who happen you. to align with the Republican Party. Yes. And that's the nicest way that I can say it. No, and and, and again, it, it's, I, I didn't, and, I and knew you un- could word that much better than, than I could. It's unfortunate because they, they tend to vote against their own best interests then. Because if you are uneducated and unskilled and can't really do anything to bring yourself out of poverty, the best party for you would be the Democrats because they tend to be a little bit more progressive and a little bit more open to welfare programs and things like that and education and things like that where the Republicans tend to be a little more, we don't want anybody on public assistance, we don't want to give out handouts, we don't really want to invest in the education system. We, you know, they want to invest in their own private educations, but they don't want to invest in public housing and public health care and all of this stuff. Well, so as an uneducated, unskilled person who lives in poverty or close to it, you're voting against your own best interest with a lot of these Republican candidates. No, I, I agree. Um, and that's the unfortunate thing. In, in, and if you look at where, like, a lot of the Republican states, their education system is is ranked lower yeah, they are. than I agree. a lot of, you know, like, we came from New York. And New York has its own set of problems, but I very much value my New York State education. No, I agree. You I, know, I, I that agree. is the one thing, I mean, I very much value, like, and, and we... Personally, like, we, we don't ever want to move back to Buffalo or anything like that, but I will say, like, my North Tonawanda, New York education system, like, education that I grew up with was fantastic, and I, I'm so happy that I had it. Uh, well, and it, it's 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 noticeable. I mean, it, 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 it it's noticeable in just talking to, to some people. And, and this does not go to everyone in the Mm-mm. South at all. There are some very, no. very intelligent people. And there are some great schools here, too. Yes. I mean, there, the the STEM schools, the, the fundamental schools and everything like that, and some of the private schools that are down uh, there I won't mention, are fantastic. Well, that's why I won't mention the one group of, of gifted kids. And I say yeah. gifted not because they needed extra help. I say gifted because they were so intelligent. Yeah, they were like honors kids. And yeah. when I taught science, and you taught science mm-hmm. too, but I never you never had the chance to kids, meet these yeah. kids. These kids were so intelligent for kindergarten through fifth graders. They were talking about dark matter when they were in third grade. Mm-hmm. 
I know adults that don't even know what dark matter is. Yeah. You know, um, so for me, it was challenging because I all kids should be. Yes. All kids should be yeah. at that level. And, you know, you and I have talked about this privately, and I don't think we I've said it specifically on the podcast. The whole point of living in a developed society that is one of the wealthiest, if not wealthiest nations in the world we're one of, we're not the, yeah, I, not think, anymore, I think Saudi but, Arabia or yeah. something like that is the one. But the whole point of that, of being so highly developed, is that we should be taking care of the ones who can't take care of themselves. Kids, elderly, disabled. Well, we should be able to everyone have a stellar education and health care and all of this. And instead, greed, because that's what it is. I want to causes a divide. Well, that's why I want to you bring know, this. And I know that's not exactly what we're talking about today, but it that that right there is a reason for a lot of the social and political problems. Well, that we I have. want I, I I'm glad you mentioned that because we've seen commercials on TV for the Wounded Warrior Project. Mm-hmm. We've seen commercials for you know uh, um, no the Shriners and, and No it, Kid Hungry and everything like that. And, and it's not that I have a problem with them asking for money. Not at all, because it's going to help. Look, Wounded Warrior Project, you know, it, for example, is going to help uh, many women that have defended our freedom to say what we want. Mm-hmm. Not our freedom to break into the Capitol. No. But our freedom to say what we want. Um, the The... the the one about uh, 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 breakfast and lunches for school kids. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, nobody wants a child to go hungry. It's bad no. enough when an adult goes hungry, but it's even more tragic when a child goes hungry. You know, mm-hmm. um, the the you know for the Shriners, for example, and I'm not mentioning St. Jude's in this because St. Jude's is is more of a uh, a research hospital, right. and and but yeah, any any of these. Any of these asking for help, asking for money, they, they shouldn't have to. They should not have to. And that's my point. It's not that there's a problem with them putting the commercials out no. there, but they shouldn't have to do no. that. Our tax money as American citizens should be able to pay for health care, especially for kids, education, and food for kids. You're going to tell me, you know, I understand, like, as an adult, you want people to be a productive member of society. But when you're 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years old, you don't deserve to go hungry just because your parents aren't well off. Well, no, I... I, You know, that's, you know, this is... The problems of this country are coming to a head all at once, and it, it's making it seem so overwhelming and depressing, depressing and hopeless. We're but not there hopeless. are simple things that can be done. Um, you know, and you know, we're not going to get into it, but the tax system, especially, it really no, just we'll, needs we'll to get into but that. Let's well, let's go back to talking well, about no, along with along with government, I I think that um. 
at the very least, when you're in high school, you should learn how to read um, research studies and yeah. what to look for. And I say that because with COVID, you had so many people going out there. And 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 I'll name one right off the bat. You know, um, you you you've got certain, and it was a former WWE wrestler. And I realize I say wrestler, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, that they're dumb, they're stupid." Guess what, guys? Um, I literally am a dissertation in one class away from a doctorate. Um, for you know that that would that would lead me to neuropathology. Um, a car accident pretty much wrecked that. I can't stand much longer than ten minutes before I need to actually sit down because my leg and my back are shot. Um, that being said. Uh, I would see people talk about COVID and have nothing to back it up because they never knew how to read a research study. Uh, so I think that's something else. Now, mm -hmm. I do want to move back to yes. what happened on Wednesday because there are certain things we need to talk about about uh, what happened. Um, first off, the, 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 the insurrectionists, and we'll, we'll, we'll call them that because – even our government officials are calling them that at this point. Mm -hmm. um, now, I, I, I mean, the media is calling them that, but but you know, uh, 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 e even sorry, technical difficulties. yeah, sorry, technical difficulties. The there we go. That's off. Um, but uh, e even even government officials uh, are are labeling them as insurrectionists and. They weren't just – there's a couple – well, there's a lot wrong with what happened. First off, it looked like the D.C. police officer that was in charge of, of the gate let them in. Mm -hmm. um, a number of the D.C. police treated them with kid gloves, helping them down the stairs. Um, uh, there were some D.C. police that were caught in a bad situation. There was a, a – a uh, person of color that was a DC police that was trying to stop a a mob of these insurrectionists from going up the stairs at the Capitol, but he was the only one there. All he had was a baton. Um, unfortunately, if he would have swung that at them, well, even he, if he did have a gun, what are you gonna? No. How many, you only have so many bullets. You're not exactly. gonna shoot everybody. Exactly. He did the best he could, but. They they were going to get past him anyway, you know, um, for the people. And there's been a number of elected officials that said that they had no idea this was going to happen. Um, somebody's either delusional or they're lying yeah. because this was foreseen months ago. Again, as soon as Trump told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand down or stand down, stand back, whatever it was, um, that pretty much was telling them, hey, look, you're going to be called upon at some point. What a lot of people don't seem to realize is that a number of these people, including a large number of militia groups, are QAnon supporters. And so whenever Trump says anything, whenever he does anything, um, he put out a, a please go home, even though the election was rigged, you know, that, that whole 
piece of garbage video uh, that was put out on Wednesday, and then I believe it was Thursday or Friday, he put out what was as close to a concession speech as you're going to get from him, uh, mostly because he knew that they were trying to get him out of office. Mm -hmm. um, he didn't want to do it. You could tell he didn't want to do it. As a matter of fact, when we're watching this, I even joked with, with, with Ferrari. I'm like, do you get the impression that his aides are on the side with guns pointed yeah, at his head like saying, a hostage Look, video. you're going to say this because if you don't, we're going to take over. Yeah. Um, the good thing is, is that President Trump really isn't the one in charge anymore. No. And the only reason I called him President Trump there is because he's not really the president. Uh, the president really is a is an open open for for interpretation term at this point. His aides are the ones that are pretty much calling the shots, um, and you're seeing more and more of his aides jump ship. We mentioned Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos jumped ship because. She did not want, if Pence decided oh, that he yeah. was going to take a vote with his own cabinet, because the cabinet can actually invoke uh, um, the fourth clause of, of the 25th Amendment, which is where uh, a president is unfit to serve. The cabinet can actually do that. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to go through Congress. Uh, that, but yet, yeah, that is why people are jumping ship, is because... Um, hold on, I'm so sorry, our dog just fell off the couch, hold on. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> so, at any rate, sleeping. <laughs> at any rate, boy, if we have video, huh, right? <laughs> we should have had video for that one. If we have video, um, <laughs> at any rate, we, we have... But yes, Betsy DeVos does not want to have to make a decision about the 25th Amendment. And no. she is. It's, it's basically a rat leaving a sinking ship. Well, that's that's what a lot of these people are. Now, that being said, not everybody is a rat leaving a sinking ship. Pompeo, I believe his last day was supposed to be Friday, yesterday. Right. Um, and he actually agreed to stay on for, for the remainder of, of Trump's term because they need people to watch Trump. Um. This was an actual – here's the thing. What we've seen on the news on Wednesday didn't cover the whole the whole story because more came out through pictures, through journalists that showed what the intent actually was. And more was found out because as they've arrested some of these people, they've found out more and more. They've found out that – uh, they supposedly uh, were planning on hanging from a gallows, which they had on capital grounds. They had grounds. Whole gallows that they set up. Yep. They, they had gallows. Now, whether they set them up, whether someone wheeled it in, I don't know. I would think that they wheeled it in on a truck because it it you're not going to put together gallows within like 15 minutes and nobody's going to notice. Right. It just ain't going to happen. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is they were planning on going and getting, uh, um, Pelosi, I believe Schumer, um, I know Pence was yeah, one there, of them. Yeah, there's a video of them chanting, hang Mike Pence. Yes. And they were planning on killing them. 
Yeah. And um, there are pictures of people holding industrial zip ties. That yes. They're they're known as as um what are they known as? um they're they're like quick well, cu- quick cuffs or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're just big zip ties that are double. They look like handcuffs. You know, you just zip tie people. They're riot cuffs. I yeah. mean, I I don't. I mean, they're called a bunch of different names, but yeah. Right. If you've seen a riot and you've seen people in those white plastic cuffs, those are they're riot cuffs, and that's yeah. They they had those, so they were planning on taking hostages. Yes. You don't carry those around when you're just trying to make a point. You carry them around because you have the intent to use them. Right. Um, and they, they were trying to get into where the congressmen were. Like yes. They, some of them did go into their offices, yes. But there were, they were, you saw them, they were in the halls of Congress. Yeah. They were, you know, they were at the, the speaker's chair. They were trying to actually find the, you know, our elected officials in order to take them hostage, kill them, whatever they were going to do. Well, and according to Politico, there's evidence that that people were helping them from the inside. And, yes. And, um, yeah. again, the way it was worded is it wasn't just D.C. police. It was some representatives and some senators as well. Yes. If it's found out that it was a representative or a senator, um, really the American public really needs to demand that they're recalled. Um, Because that's not American. And I think one of the most telling things about this is earlier in the afternoon, Trump was, you know, speaking to a large crowd of his supporters and saying how we... And it's important that we use the term we, because that's what Trump used, are mm-hmm. going to march down onto the Capitol. And he, he said, I'll be right there with you. And where was he? He was inside taking great, and, and again, this is coming from Republicans. Yes. Republican senators and representatives. He was taking great joy in watching what was happening And he was Capitol. also trying to call senators. Yes. Who were sheltering in place, trying not to get killed or injured by these insurrectionists, calling these senators, asking them if they would be on his side of overturning the election. Uh, let's see. Oh, breaking news. Uh, Derek Evans, a West Virginia yep. state lawmaker who was allegedly among the rioters who stormed the U.S. Capitol, resigned Saturday. Yeah, because he was arrested. Um, he shouldn't, yeah, well, yeah, and he should be charged. I mean, it's a federal offense. These, these aren't just, you know, misdemeanors. These, these, these are federal charges in insurrection or sedition or treason, whatever they're charged with. Um, I know that, uh, sedition and treason at one point, and I'm not saying they should do this, but at one point the penalty was a death penalty. Yes. Um, now I highly doubt, highly, highly doubt that's going to be. No, but life in prison really sucks for these people. Exactly. And, and, and again, you know, this, this goes, oh, 
This is the one. Yeah. It's the one that, that says that she showed that, that she was going to go to Congress with a gun. That's the one. She's yeah, she um made inflammatory remarks on social media and in the halls of Congress that she wants to fight with everything she has to ensure the fairness of this election and what they showed one of her social media posts was this is 1776 okay i look and this is just my opinion Representative i realize i realize a lot of people are, are probably going to end up having an issue with what i'm about to say and that's fine you can have an issue with it you can argue it again as we always say feel free to come on and debate it with us we will gladly invite you on if you are a representative or a senator i do not believe that you should be allowed to carry a gun into the hall where our laws are made and here's the reason it's why intimidation here well that that that's a huge reason why but that's not the only reason why they're already protected or should be protected by DC police. There are secret service there. There are cameras everywhere in the Capitol. Mm -hmm. I think what the concern should really be is you had a president watching this with great joy, calling, trying to get people to take his side in a largely ceremonial uh, uh, paperwork filing. Yeah, and I mean, one of the things they did, one of the senators, I believe it was a senator, uh, made sure that they grabbed the ballots. Oh, um, it was the AIDS. Oh, the okay, it was one of the AIDS. AIDS. And I mean, it it was, and it was mostly women well, who work as these AIDS who grabbed the ballot boxes as they were being, you know, escorted out of the halls of Congress to safety that grabbed the ballots and took them with. Yes, because there was a there there was a there was a fear that once once these insurrectionists got on the floor that they would steal them. And yeah. I have no doubt in my mind that that would have steal happened. Steal them, rip them up, burn, burn them, them, what have you. Yeah. Um you have to ask yourself what took the National Guard so long to get there. Okay? The mayor had called the National Guard ahead of time. The, the mayor had called the National Guard at least three to five weeks ahead of time, possibly up to a week, mm -hmm. requesting them to be there to help with traffic as well as to help with any possible violence. Um, they weren't there. Uh, I believe the, I believe Governor, I think it's Governor, uh, I can't remember the name of the governor of D.C., but I believe he called. Finally, what had happened was, despite what Trump said the other day, where he said he called the National Guard, um, he lied again. Mm -hmm. It wasn't him that called. Um, it, it's on record that it was Pence primarily. I mean, Pence was the one that pretty much said, look, you get the National Guard here and you get them here now. Yeah. Because where we all were thinking that Pence actually was ushered through the tunnel between the Capitol and the White House? No, he was stuck on Capitol grounds. They weren't going to take the chance of opening that tunnel. So uh, there was a lot of lawmakers actually were on the roof as well. Uh, some were stuck in their offices, uh, so on and so forth. Um, it was Pence, 
it was Pelosi, it was Schumer, and I think there was a couple other senators that actually called the National Guard and said, look, you need to get here, and you need to get here now. Um, unfortunately, some people died. Uh, I will reserve. Uh, you'll be able to tell who I feel bad for and who I don't. Um, yeah. A Trump supporter. Uh, you love this story. You want to tell the Trump supporter about the... Which one? <laughs> oh, Sure. You love that story. I do so. love this story. His name's not important. You can find it on the internet. None of their names are really important. None of their names are important. Um, the man who got a hold of a taser, stuck it in his pants, I assume in his pocket, but if, you've, if you know the way that pants work, especially men's pants, the pockets are very close to your crotch area. Yes. This man, having this taser in his pocket, was trying to steal a painting Yes. of Tip O'Neill, which I think is funny, too. We'll get into that. Just the tip. Just the tip. In, in trying to steal this painting, somehow he set off the taser, and it tased his... Twig and berries <laughs> so hard that he suffered cardiac arrest and died. Um, that's what we call a Darwin Award. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely a Darwin Award. In addition to that, the woman who showed up with a "Don't Tread on Me" flag, who got trampled by the mob again, Darwin Award. Darwin Award, and. Do you know, because I'm going to mention the, the, Good, the Air Force. By Do you all have means, anybody else? Um, No, because I, I I know that somebody else died, but it, 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 I don't really know the details of the other one. Um, um, but go ahead. There was her. an Air Force veteran. It was a female that even after Capitol uh, employees barricaded this door, it had glass windows. Uh, and they had their guns drawn. You hear them say, there's guns drawn. You, you hear the insurrectionists say this. They broke the window. She tried to climb through the window. She was shot in the neck, and she died. Mm -hmm. Um, you hear a lot of people online saying, well, she's not going to have a memorial like George Floyd. Um, I, I hate to be an asshole here, but she doesn't deserve one. As a matter of fact, in my opinion, she deserves to be stripped of any military honors whatsoever. If she had any. I mean. If she had any. And she does not deserve mm -hmm. anything that goes along with serving in the military. And again, comparing it to George Floyd, I shared something on Facebook that I thought was very fitting, is that when George Floyd passed due to his police in his life, yeah. All of his previous problems with the law. This woman, everyone's like, oh, she was a Navy vet. She Air, yeah, Air Force vet. vet. She was whatever. She was a proud patriot. No one brings up her previous property damage charges and her restraining orders. No, and here's the thing with, with, with her. Um, again, George Floyd, maybe, and this still, maybe, I mean, even yeah. the store... Even the store regrets calling the police for this now. Um, 
they're not even totally positive if it was a counterfeit $20 bill that got lost in it. Um, and he, but yes, he, he died break into anything. Yeah. He didn't break into anything. He was legit trying to pay for something and never, never once did he pull a gun on anyone Never once did he break into anything. I mean, we you know? could we could even bring up Brianna Taylor, yes. who got shot in her own, own house. Home. Yes, and I think we can all agree that justice was not served in that case whatsoever. As a matter of fact, uh, that was in Kentucky, right? That was Louisville. That was, I believe. Um, yeah, that was in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. The the Kentucky Attorney General uh, didn't do his job. Uh, and honestly, he should be fired for it. But that's besides the point. It's comparing the two. Right. This lady broke into a government building, destroyed government property because she was one of the ones trying to and break the window. And was given ample warning to and, yes, not do what she was doing. Was given a warning not to do this. And then she was shot. Now, they're still investigating it. And I'm pretty positive no charges are going to be brought up against D.C. police or whomever shot her. Right. Because she was in the wrong. So yes. if you want to know why nobody feels bad for her, again, if you break into my house, mm -hmm. I guarantee you that if my dog doesn't go after you, I sure as hell will put a bullet in your head. Yes. So what makes you think that if you break into the Capitol, that the same won't happen? Mm -hmm. That was just plain out stupidity. Yes. Now, the one that's important, and I'm, I'm, I want to make sure I say his name. Yes. His name I want to make sure I the, say. Do you know the, the one Capitol Police? Yes. Uh, officer who happened to unfortunately die. He was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, it was uh, U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. Uh, he was only 40. Um, and he was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, and he passed away, I believe it was yesterday. Him? There are there are capital murder charges. Yes, and there yeah. should be. I, I yeah. Him, I feel bad for. I he, feel bad. He was doing his job. And like you said earlier, the, the, unfortunately, the police in the situation were woefully unprepared, and that's what the FBI is investigating, is why. The FBI, like I said earlier, has their hands full. Um, every day we're coming out with more information, yes. and you know that they're not releasing everything that they have. Um, there are, I just wanted to point out, going back to the Antifa thing, is that the FBI has stated that there is no indication that Antifa took part in the Capitol riot at all. Um, they are investigating everyone who caused damage, you know, and property damage and, and everything. And through the help of social media and the internet, they're getting all of those people taken care of. I know Good that segue. there were... Hmm? Good segue. Keep on going. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working. There are, uh, they've already, uh, you know, arrested, what was it? Uh, we heard um, 14 people on federal charges, um, that there were a whole bunch of um, weapons possession charges because you're not supposed to be open carrying in D.C. No, um, yeah, open carry is against the law in D.C. But let's talk about 
the internet. Okay, let's, yes, let's yes. Let's finish up with, with this, with yes. the internet. Because Ferrari made some very good points before he went First on the air. First of all, let's go ahead and say that Donald Trump has been banned from Twitter. And I it's, believe Facebook is still debating on whether or he not... Is, he is on a temporary suspension until at least Biden's inauguration day. It wouldn't surprise me if they follow suit with Twitter as well, just to keep everything seamless. Yes. Um, Trump has tried to tweet from the official president of the United States POTUS account and was immediately deleted by Twitter. <laughs> he has tried to take over his um, digital media director's account and yes. immediately got suspended. I read somewhere that Rush Limbaugh's account got suspended. I'm not sure if that was just in support of Trump. But Twitter is really cracking down right now on a lot of really right-wing rhetoric right now. Um, and what Mark wants me to talk about is that... Um, now, a lot of these people who are on Twitter have gone over to Parler, which is another app that is under investigation and is not banned, but has been taken off of Google Play. And, uh, and, app, Apple, and, and the Apple Store is debating it. Um, yeah. They probably are going to take it off. Um, and I, it wouldn't surprise me if it just gets destroyed anyways, if that the FBI just goes through and goes, give me the list of everyone who's got out here and can, takes can. care of that. Can I say something about Parler real quick? Of course. Okay, so odds are if you're listening to this podcast, you're not a member of Parler. <laughs> you're not on Parler. Yeah. If you are on Parler and you listen to this, uh, please let me know because I'm going to be highly me, entertained. I would like to know how much personal information you had to divulge to Parler before they let you have an account. Yeah, because Parler often asks... And I've talked to some people that have not been caught up in this, but very odd. I've also talked to more people that actually have had to give them their social security number driver's and license. driver, a copy of their driver's license uh, to be a member of there because they wanted to maintain security or what have you. Um, all parlor is, is a datagram. Did you read the fine print? Yeah. Here's the thing. If someone has your social social security number, you're screwed. They own they you. Own you. Um, again, I, 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 while I did originally go to school for neuropathology, before that I worked for a major computer company for 15 years, and I'm going back to school um, for cybersecurity mm -hmm. because... You know, again, that was one of the things that I had to do when I worked for this company with cybersecurity. Now I'm just going through and getting the actual official certifications so I can actually get paid a hell of a right. lot more. But, yes, the um, fine print when you sign up for Parler says that if any law enforcement agency asks them for information, it's immediately being turned over. Yeah. And that includes your Social Security number and driver's license. It's a data grab. Um, that's all it is. They, 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 yes, they're giving you a platform to speak your mind. But unfortunately, what we're seeing with Parler, especially over the past few days since Wednesday, 
Um, and even before Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And they're actually seeing this on Twitter, too. So it's not just on Parler. Mm-hmm. They're seeing more and more talk of, of another uprising of yes. sorts. Yeah. Um, what they're claiming is, is that the only reason that the Capitol is back in government hands is because they let them have it. And in a way... Sort of. Um, sort of... In a sick, twisted way, they're they're not that far off mm-hmm. because you would see DC police helping people down the steps. Um, again, if they if if you break into my house, trust me, when I help you down, you know, help you out the door, um, <laughs> not gonna I'm not going <laughs> to be holding your hand. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be. Ferrari and myself, one hand on your head, grabbing your hair, and the other, or around your neck, and the other one on your feet, and we'll make sure to run your head a couple times in the door first. Yeah. After you were shot and bleeding all over the place, getting blood all over my house. Right. Um, I'm not, and this is by no way encouraging violence. I, I, I am against violent protest. I cannot stress that enough. We said that mm-hmm. last show. I'm going to say it again. Please, if you're going to protest, whatever, and, and like Jacob Blake shooting, there are people that by all, that I know are furious about it. They should be yes. furious about it, and they should have the opportunity to go out and protest that. But please, wait. Just wait. You will have your time to protest. Yes. But don't do it now. It's mm-hmm. going to make you a target. Now... I want to go into why... You didn't even let me finish this. Oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you were finished. No, No. go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. (laughs) The one thing you wanted me to talk about, you're going to Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. So, a lot of the right-wingers had went over to Parler, but there is still some right-wing rhetoric on Twitter. And um, there there is an article. I've got the CNBC article from um, August of 3rd, 2019 pulled up. Twitter users are escaping online hate by switching profiles to Germany where Nazism is illegal. And what I, why I would like to bring that up is in Germany, especially where Nazism is illegal for just reasons. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. You know, Germany has owned their awful past and is like absolutely not never again. So, if your location on Twitter is Germany, certain profiles and certain words and phrases and everything, you will not see anything glorifying the Nazis, anything white nationalist, anything extreme right-wing, you will not see on Twitter. And I don't have the source, and I wish I could find it quickly, but there was a re- a an article or a, 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 I don't want to say news report, but something that was going around the internet that said Twitter was asked why they don't block these things in America. And there is an, un, I'll say unconfirmed, report that Twitter basically said if they banned these things in America, there are certain politicians that they would have to ban from the platform. 
Well, and the and the interesting thing about that is is I've watched some of the uh, hearings where they've had um, the CEO of Twitter, where they've had Zuckerberg, the CEO mm-hmm. of Facebook, mm-hmm. where they've had um, you know the CEO of, of multiple uh, uh, digital media platforms, and these lawmakers have no clue what the hell they're talking about. Um, oh yeah, uh, they, like they the really whole, have no idea. Uh, most of the of the representatives and senators who've been doing, who are like in their fifties, sixties, and seventies, who there there are grandparents that call us to turn on the internet for them. That's that's um, pretty much who's leading these hearings. They're the ones who are asking these social media moguls, you know, well, can can you can you see what I'm doing on my computer? If you have my Facebook account, like, you know, it's the most asinine questions in the world. And I I did. I felt really bad for Mark Zuckerberg. I don't feel bad for him as a person. But in that situation, I felt bad that he had to sit through that. Yeah, because because, again, unfortunately, the answer is going to be something that they don't want to hear. Yeah. Um, Yes, they can see what you're doing and anything and, you do on the internet somebody knows what you're doing but That's... the reason why I wanted you to talk about that was because one of the big things that I, that you're seeing uh, on both Facebook and Twitter right now and again keep in mind mm-hmm. I, I I'm on Facebook Twitter and Instagram that's it I'm not on TikTok I'm not on you know you're it, first off me dancing is a joke uh but me doing any of these challenges you realize there's now going to be a call for you to have your own tiktok right that it'll never happen <laughs> i'll tell you right now it'll never happen um but a lot of them are saying well we're being censored or you know our first amendment rights or things along those nature now i yeah, want to bring let, let's start with you have a right to free speech you do not have a right to freedom from consequences. No, that's very true. And and a great example of that is, can you yell fire in a theater? Yeah, yes, you, you, can. you can. Do um, you get arrested for it? Yes, yes. you can. <laughs> it's kind of like going on a plane and, and joking around saying, I've got a bomb. Can you say that? Well, yeah, you can. You if can, you are potentially endangering but, other people, it's no longer free speech. No, it's it's you're you're inciting, uh, um, you know, you're, it could be inciting hate speech. It could inciting, be inciting a riot. Yeah, inciting fear, um, inciting panic. You know, any of those. If you're inciting those kinds of feelings or that kind of situation, it's no longer free speech. I mean, I hate to. I really don't want to bring this up, but I kind of have to. The people that are sitting there and saying that America is censoring them, I I have some news for you, and you probably don't know this because you probably have never left the country. Yeah. But America has been censoring you for years. Yes. Years. And you never cared up until Trump was in office. You never cared, and you're not even really caring about the important things. You're you're just more aggravated because 
Trump can't spread his his hate rhetoric anymore. Right. Yeah. There's um, been censorship, and you've been losing freedom you, for years. The, again, the Patriot Act Act is 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 a great example, and people can say, "Wow, look, it it saved lives." Well, did it really? I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually was supposed to be in one of the trade towers on 9-11. And our meeting got pushed off to the 12th. Well, as I'm sure everybody is very well aware, trade towers weren't there on the 12th. And nobody was flying anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um but if I would have been there that morning, because we were the first meeting of the of, of the day, um, we would have been showing up roughly about eight eight thirty in the morning, and everybody in the office that I was supposed to be at that were friends of mine um, died. So you know, to sit here and 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 tell me, you know about free speech or or mm -hmm. or to tell me how how to compare anything to 9/11 for example um please just just don't um because you're you're insulting everyone um you you're insulting yourself and you're showing your stupidity but you're also also insulting everyone that died on that day um, and you're insulting, you know, America as a whole. But the Patriot Act, the, re the reason why I mention this, is the Patriot Act, Patriot Act, when it was first enacted, was a good idea. Especially because it wasn't meant to be a long-term act. It wasn't meant to be indefinite. Unfortunately, though, we've seen that it's become an indefinite thing. And so our freedoms were taken away from, from that. You don't hear people talk about that because, well, it's in the name of keeping keeping America safe. Mm -hmm. Well, it is, but Americans at this point, yes, don't get me wrong. If a terrorist thought that they could come into the United States and then get on a plane or bomb something, I'm sure they probably would. But the FBI and uh, national intelligence, uh, uh, you know, the NSA, um, uh, the CIA – uh, and I can list all these other alphabet letters, but the ones that are in charge of keeping us safe have done a, a, a wonderful job of keeping us safe. Um, even, even under Trump, who's cut a lot of their funding or put people that are yes men in charge, they still have done a great job at protecting us. Um, unfortunately, it's a lot more difficult to protect this country against its own people. And I think one of the biggest examples of that is the uh, the Timothy the, the bombing from Timothy McVeigh. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, we 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 heard some chatter that was going on, but nobody ever expected an American to do that. Um, and so that's why. There was plenty of chatter, and if you watched and listened to what Trump said leading up to Wednesday, if you honestly can sit here and say you didn't expect violence of any sort, because they weren't even equipped for that. Let's just say they didn't break into the Capitol. 
And let's just say violence broke out on the street in front of the gates of the Capitol. They weren't even prepared for that. And I say that because when you watch how the police handled it, they weren't swinging batons. They weren't macing people. The ones macing people actually were the insurrectionists. Instead, they were throwing fists at people with helmets. Mm -hmm. If you know anything about punching someone, you don't punch someone in a helmet with a bare fist. You know, I mean, I'm sure they were doing their best with what they had. I really hope that they find out who internally let this happen because that needs to be fixed. I do sincerely hope that the cabinet, you know, the administration, Trump's administration, keeps him on a very, very short leash. Well, let's go to that because we haven't covered that and we need to kind of wrap it up anyways. Um, the reason that you and I don't want the 25th Amendment yeah. invoked, or the reason that, yes, let's bring up these charges, let's impeach him, as in bring up these charges, but let's not remove him from office, and let's not let him resign, is because there is the real fear that if he is removed or resigns from office, that Mike Pence can turn around and pardon Trump, for anything that he has done federally, and he walks away free from that. Um, I just see, now that we're talking oh, about yeah. that, that Trump's considering Giuliani and Dershowitz for impeachment. So um, it's really just going to be a crap show if they have to defend it. And it, it is. It's just going to be a big joke. Uh, Giuliani actually may end up getting arrested. Right. Um. He's the one that actually at the speech that afternoon mentioned about marching down there in combat or something mm -hmm. along those lines. Combat that was the yeah, word he used. used the word combat. Um, but as Ferrari was saying, and this is actually very important, is that look, we you're going to have some. Oh, I'm sorry. I go was ahead. just going to say we do have a precedent of a vice president becoming president and pardoning. Their previous president yes. with Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. So there is a precedent for that, and that's the fear. Um, the one precedent we don't have is a president pardoning himself. Yes. And that's which, something that Trump is trying to figure out if he can do. Which, again, I, I think that even if he does do that, and it would, you know, I mean, it would be a last-minute thing. Um, at this point, I actually don't think Pence would pardon Trump. Um, I, 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 I think Pence is disgusted at what happened, knows that Trump played a, a much larger role than I think we even realized. Uh, and he, you know, I don't like Mike Pence personally. It no. is, I, I, I don't agree with a lot of the things that he agrees with. That being said, the way Mike Pence has carried himself over the past couple weeks, especially Mm -hmm. has been nothing but professional and i i i hate to admit this but even to some extent presidential yeah um and i i don't think he would pardon trump but i also wouldn't want to take that chance 
Um, now, some people are going to say, well, they've never arrested a, a president before either. So that would be a new president. Guys, look, we're in uncharted waters right now. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you look at this, we're in uncharted waters. First off, all of those Trump supporters together, that was a super spreader event for the pandemic. Yes. We're, we're at, at the worst Only point. At, at the most, half of them were wearing masks. Yes. Very few of them were. Um you could tell the ones that actually know how to actually protest because they actually were wearing masks and things to cover their face for two reasons. Well, actually three. One, to protect them from COVID because that does play a role. Two, to protect them from possible tear gas. And mm-hmm. three, to make sure that their face is not fully seen on camera. Right, to protect their identity. And again... If you watch the Black Lives Movement protests, you've seen how they evolved. It is like a almost like a living being. They evolve. They learn from previous mistakes and they move forward. The people that stormed the Capitol, they haven't learned. And I don't think they're going to learn in time to do it again. Do I think they're going to try again? I do. I do, actually. Yeah, I'm very worried about the 19th um, when they... They say that they're going to do this again. I mean, I know we're going to do this again before the inauguration, but my sincerest hope, even though people say, well, that's 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 telling, you know, the insurrectionists that that they won. Um, you have to weigh that out with the safety of President-elect Biden and President-elect Harris and the other the, the other former presidents are going to be there. Uh, Obama, mm-hmm. W., uh, Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe Carter's going to be there because of health reasons, and you can't blame him. I mean, he's very old, uh, and he does need to watch his health. Um, uh, but still, uh, you know, with Obama, W, and Clinton, they need to be protected as well. So I, if it was me, and I was, you know, part of the Secret Service, I would ask Biden to take the inauguration inside the Oval Office for his own protection. For his own protection. And then, you know, put it on TV. Put it on TV. That way everybody sees. And and then you you have your new president mm-hmm. and new vice president. Um, it's for their own safety. It's not letting anybody win. Um, you know, again... You know, the best thing I could tell people, and we'll wrap this up real quick. The best thing I could tell people is, look, if you're going to shoot your mouth off online about the First Amendment and stifling of speech, I want you to think about something. We're talking about a... uh, Okay, I'll say it. We're talking about a president that talked to General Mattis about executing journalists that reported things that he did not agree with or did not like. Mm -hmm. So before you talk about stifling or censorship or taking what, you know, first amendment rights or anything like that, I I want you to think about that for a minute. You have a president that wanted to execute, AKA kill journalists that reported things that he did not want you to hear. Yeah. So think about that for a moment. He actually was trying to institute the same things that 
we see in North Korea, the same things we see in China, the same things we see in Russia. Oh, wait a minute. Those were the leaders that he frequently aligned himself with. We're going to try to do another podcast uh, next week. Um, hopefully, our producer will get on the ball. Um, if not, it'll be another audio podcast, and we will, we're will. we working on, on, on a backup plan in case our producer does not get on the ball, but it's going to take us a couple weeks to institute that plan. So please just bear with us. I know the audio quality is, is not the greatest in the world, we're working on that. We're working on a couple new mics to to get this going. We're also working on video, so please bear with us. Is there anything else you want to say before we were done? I would just say be safe, um, you know, always. Um, like Mark said, if you're going to go out and protest for whatever reason, please be safe. Um, please take care of yourself. Um, I would advise against not protesting anything right now. Um, you know, just sit tight, stay home, um, protect yourself from COVID. Um, and, um, hopefully everything will just kind of stay status quo right now. And we can actually, you know, just transition out of this Trump administration. Oh, yes. can I have one more thing? And of I'm course, sorry. I want, always. I know I <laughs> forgot, I forgot this and I apologize. When we were talking about the reason why we didn't want Trump to be, thrown out of office and pardoned the reason why it's not that i want him to go to jail he needs to go yes. to jail because he spreads that rhetoric i know you and mean, yeah. and there's so many people that buy into what he's selling that you need to show them that no there are consequences for these actions and the example that you had shared earlier, what was it, overnight? Um, yeah. Go ahead. Um, again, you can say, well, he, he wasn't involved with, with the Capitol. Um, he didn't no. directly tell these people to do it. No. They just took that as that. And You know what that sounds like? Sounds like Charlie Manson. Yeah. And Charles Manson needed to be in prison. Did Charles Manson kill anyone directly? No. No. Did he, in fact, word for word, tell people to kill other people? There's no actual. There's no. There's word no people for that have word said that, evidence but... that he actually point blank told these people to kill the, you know, these actors and actresses and high no, class Hollywood people. It, it's actually very similar though, because what Manson was calling for was a almost like a a, a revolution a revolution or, or another civil war right and in a way that's that's, exactly. that's exactly what Trump is doing and evidence of that is Alex Jones was standing on top of a truck with a with with, mm -hmm. with his with his uh, megaphone like he always does preaching about a civil war which yeah. he's wanted for over 25 years and now he has a pawn in office that can give him that can make what Alex Jones said come true. Right. And again, what Trump is doing, Trump is a pawn, but Trump is doing exactly what Manson did. He's he's it's really not much different. And there, you know, again, therefore, you, you really need to, he needs to be put in prison. You he know, does. it's it's not a matter of want. At this point, it's a matter of need because you need to shut him up. 
And I would even go far enough to say that just Trump is not enough. His sons have proven to be dangerous. Giuliani has proven to be dangerous. Yes. Sidney Powell has proven to be dangerous, but she's also being sued for $1.3 mil, bil, uh, billion dollars yeah. by Dominion. Um, uh, she's probably going to go to prison just because she ain't going to be able to pay that. Right. Um, so, again, uh, I just wanted to add that because that is very important of why we are so against um, them impeaching him and convicting him that way or uh, the 25th Amendment, um, because we don't want him pardoned. We, we want him in jail. Yes. Uh, because that hopefully will kind of quell some of the uprising. I mean, I'm sure QAnon's still going to be there. They're still going to, you know, read things into whatever. But this will help quell some of that. And, again, if you want to unite the country – you have to get rid of the great divider. And the great divider here happens to be Trump and the people that follow him, Michael Flynn, uh, Roger Stone, uh, that have already been pardoned. You know, um, you have to get rid of the people that are dividing the people before they can unite. Um, and, and I truly do hope that someday this country can unite. But as long as Trump and the people close to him are spreading the hate, it's not going to happen. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your, no, your closing the show. No, that was very important. So I think that's it for now. Yes. Right? Yes. So, again, be safe, everyone, and um, we will talk to you sometime next week. And Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, we will do another one next week, and hopefully uh, we have some much better news to – to give out to people as far as Florida goes, as far as uh, the country goes, and so on and so forth. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, and please stay home. Like like Ferrari said, stay home, be safe, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week.